the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Children for FM 93.7, 103.1, and AM 930, The Answer. Manatee High School football is a force of nature. Now it's time to feel the power during Hurricane Hotline. Live from Joey D's Restaurant, 6401 Manatee Avenue West in Bradenton. Hosted by Danny Carter and Coach Yusef Shakur. Phone lines are open at 877-969-8600. And now, Danny Carter. Thank you, everyone, and uh, welcome to Joey D's and Hurricane Hotline. I'm joined here with Gene Brown tonight, along with Chad Choate. He'll take care of our players of the game. And, yes, tonight's a a little different situation. And uh, everyone knows that we lost a very close friend of ours, and the the community did as well, and Dave Bristow. And uh, we'll do some things a little different tonight. Formatting-wise, we'll go through the game. We'll wait till Coach gets here later on. We'll discuss it with him as well. And in the last 20 minutes, i got a special guest coming in. We'll talk a little bit who knows him very well, and I've got others in the audience too. And, and it's just going to be an open mic in the final 20 minutes to say what you want to say. And, and stay tuned to the end because we have a very special tribute to him that uh, WLSS did for us back at the uh, home studios. So we're going to try and make our way through this. And, uh, Gene, uh, I know that, uh, albeit, Things are, are rough for us right now. we still got to talk about football and move forward with that side of it. And the Hurricanes came through with a big win uh, Friday night against Steinbrenner, 31 nothing. Yeah, and I know the, the one thing is everybody said, how, how are we going to do this? But you know what? Dave would want us to be here. Yes. So there's no question about that in the 30-plus years that I've been doing this with him and and uh, some of the things we've gone over the years and the way things have been. It's it's There's no way we could not be here tonight. And, I mean, Lisa and the girls are – back at home listening to us and we just want to send our condolences along to them as well as our whole community for what Dave Bristow's done and I mean without uh, Dave this radio show wouldn't be what it is and and what we're going to continue on in his legacy so Um, and obviously it was a good weekend from the standpoint of football yes uh, you know I know he was happy after Saturday Friday Hurricanes win pretty convincingly Saturday the Gators win convincingly and and uh it is what it is from there. But, no, it's it's something that these Canes, you know, have to keep going. And, and obviously the the main part of it for them is the district championship. And that's what we've got to get, and that would keep the honor for Dave going on also. Yeah, he's uh, he's going to be missed. I has 20 years of myself of working with him and side-by-side side with him and knowing each other's thoughts and knowing what's going on. Is, is, it was a lot of things, a lot of fun. We had a lot of comedy up there. and. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of you folks don't know what we laughed at a lot of times, but it was all good. Trust me, we uh, we would find a lot of things to to laugh out, and it was usually just a nudge or a look, and I knew what was going. So uh, he, he will be sorely missed, and and uh, I'll do my best to fill his shoes. I'll never do what he did without a doubt. So uh, just bear with me, and we'll try and get through it all. So the Hurricanes on Friday night against Steinbrenner, 31-0, another a first shutout of the season for the Canes, and, and I thought defensively was probably the finest game we played all year. Yeah, and you looked at it, 3 to nothing at halftime, you're thinking, oh, darn, you know, one little mistake on defense and, and the other team's winning. But uh, 
coach went in and, you know, you could tell he was a little frustrated at halftime when we interviewed him on the sidelines before he went in. And But he went in, and what I was impressed with, and, and after the game and talking to him a little bit, he sees that the young team is starting to get it and not try to do too much. And, you know, we're very, very young, um, and we're still learning. So we've had a very tough schedule and played some great teams and gave up a few points. Now we're getting to a, a little bit of, uh, easier of a district schedule. No, no reason to let down, but we're obviously going to be able to possibly do some of that to these teams and let the defense keep um, improving and the offense just keep rolling. Yeah, we'll have Alonzo coming in this Friday. Alonzo got just absolutely shellacked by Riverview Friday night, forty-eight to eight. So, you know, on the offensive side of things, Anthony Squitari, he's still he's, he's staying consistent. Uh, nothing too high, too low. Nine of 14, 88 yards. He's thrown for eight hundred and six yards on a year and nine touchdowns. He's been consistent, and that's all you can really ask for him. And they had Keon Fordham started the game at quarterback, but things just didn't seem to work out well. Right, and Keon, you know, has to be kind of that click player. I think when things go well, they go really well, like the week before. And this week they kind of shut him down a little bit. And Steinbrenner um, had a good defense. You know, they were very fundamentally sound. They weren't very um, fast or athletic, but they did the right things. And sometimes that, you know, one player they can shut down. But our younger players came in and really stepped up with the running and, and just wore them down over the game. And we'll talk with Coach when he arrives. But Kyrie Jones, you know, he's – 15, 15 carries, 124 yards, along a 63 in which he picks up a fumble and just scampers. And I, I think the crazy part about it is the guy's a lot faster than he appears. Right, and that's what people don't realize. You know, you think 5'10", 100, or 230 pounds, and he's a fullback and he wants to smash you. But he has the ability, when he gets an open field, to make a move as well as just go straight up field. Well, there he is. Hello, Coach. How are you? I'm good. How you doing? Good, good, good. I'm glad you're here. Me too. Good practice out there. It's not hot, is it? A little bit. Yeah, it's kind of burning <laughs> up. Finally getting one in today. We, it's the first time we were able to get a whole practice in this entire week. Those lightning storms has been knocking us off. All seems to come right there in that same spot every day. I'm telling you, it's always on Monday and Tuesday, the two best days to work. Yeah, and then <laughs> they, they shorten you up, and then you got to double down. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, we're just talking about a 31 nothing victory. Uh, Congratulations to you and the, and the team on a, on a win that could leave you at two and zero and still atop the district, tied with Riverview, which is seemingly is headed that direction for the showdown down the road. But I know you were relatively upset going into the halftime. You know, I would say upset, disappointed is a better word for it. That the offense just wasn't clicking; things weren't happening. Yes, we were shooting ourselves on our own foot. You know, the holding penalties—that was the biggest thing. You know, you just can't have positive gains and then they're taken away because of your mistakes and it was more just us thinking that okay i have my guy blocked and he's just going to stay here and we have to make we got to get that mentality we need to dominate instead of just being comfortable with just doing just enough and that's kind of what we were doing and uh it goes back to playing that i think it goes back to early in this year playing that tough skit especially with lakeland Every, all the kids compare every team they see on film now to Lakeland. And so <laughs> they're, like, oh, they're not as good as Lakeland. Right. <laughs> you know, so uh, because the kids knew, you know, if we just do what we're supposed to do, you know, the Lakeland game turns out very different. Uh, but it's a great lesson for them to learn. But then it also kind of hinders us in the in the end now because a lot of them are like, oh, okay, well, they're okay. Right. You know, and, and that's just kids. Teenagers are going to do that, especially when you have a young, inexperienced team. They really don't have that mentality that they have to treat every team the same. 
but it was a good lesson for us, especially to learn and to move and get forward because, you know, it's been years where before where I had some teams that were like, oh, we got this group, we got this group, and somebody come up and jump on you, and it's too late then. So oh, it's a good lesson for Oh, yeah, it's, it's too late in the past. But this, this is a great opportunity for us to realize and to see what we need to do and, and how we need to go out and focus and play hard every single play. No matter the opponent, we have to set the tone for, for what we want the game to be like. You had to have been extremely happy with the defense, especially in that first half. They were put in some difficult situations, and they came out of there, held the other team off the scoreboard, which was huge. Unfortunately, you know, we just couldn't get things going, but you had to be happy, and you're always happy with the shutout. I don't care who you're playing. Oh, yeah, most definitely. You know, <laughs> nothing is better. You know, they can't win, they can't score. Right. So I was excited about it. I was really just excited about how the kids on defense especially just stayed with the system and just were in place and where they're supposed to be. And that's been our biggest thing all year is just making sure that, like I said, they, I think they were just trying too hard to make plays. When you try too hard, you get yourself out of position. And, and that's what we had going on early on. And they just had to understand that they just have to be patient and trust trust the defense and trust their assignment and make sure they execute. And they did a great job of executing. And really that block kick before the half that uh, uh, Dre Evans did, yes. you know, that was huge for us because that kind of just took all the momentum out of them uh, from that point forward, especially, you know, uh, that we were, we were able to get the ball uh, in the second half. When you went in at halftime, what adjustments did you need to make to get things going offensively? I know I had made a comment uh, at half, and, and my thing was I think early on you maybe you try to throw the ball out in the bubble screens, but I really thought that you'd go back and try and dominate between the tackles, mm-hmm. which is really what, to me, kind of turned the ball game around. It is, and, and that's what we, we tried to get on the edge. Uh, very fair, we thought we could get some one-on-one matchups, and uh, which we did. You know, We got some positive yardage out of it, but then the, the penalties kept killing us uh but we just like all right we're gonna take that out of the whole equation and just run run right at them and just get physical uh you know that's been a point of emphasis for my since you know getting here it just make sure we just because if you can run the ball you can do a lot of things you Absolutely. can do anything you want to right if you can run the ball uh so uh we're still developing that still developing that mentality and so any chance we get, I try to always go back to that. And then I think it, it sells the kids down, especially a quarterback. When your quarterback knows we can get some positive yards without everything being on him, that relaxes him and calms him. And then also it starts to open up some coverages uh, and some different things because those guys, especially those safeties, they're going to start creeping down in that box and those overhangs going to start creeping in tighter and tighter. And that's going to open up what we need to do. They stayed away. I mean, for the most part, they seemed to stay back in a, a very deep cover, too. They were way back. Oh, I, yeah. I mean, kind of, they were not going to let you try and get up over the top. Oh, no, nah, they weren't going to do that. They were deeper than the deepest. And then they were doubling Keon on every play. Right. Uh, so, you know, they had a guy short and a guy high and a guy inside. So they were really bracketing him uh, outside, inside, and over the top. So, uh, you know, that, that that's why I kept emphasizing the run game uh, in that because I knew they wouldn't have enough people in the box to be able to – if once we got a good move and a good push for them to really be successful on stopping us. One of the interesting parts to me, you know, Keon, just he wasn't really a part of the offense because of the way they defended him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, things happen like that. I remember going back in the years of A. Sanders, he would really want the football. You know what, there's certain nights you may only touch it one time. You know, outside of him being at the quarterback spot, it was a little bit difficult. And the nice thing was you had a couple of the guys step up. I mean, you know, Wesley Coleman comes up with three catches most of the season so far in one game. And, I, you know, I thought other guys started to assert themselves. Tyson Phelps, another one I think is a great, great back-end receiver. 
Yeah, he does a great job. He, he's kind of dual threat for us. Uh, you know, West, we know West, we're we just waiting for West to explode. And that's that. People understand, you know, that's how playing receiver is. Some nights you may go off for eight, nine catches. The next game you may get zero. Yeah, watch <laughs> my fantasy football team. That'll tell you how it works. <laughs> Definitely. You know, that's how that thing will work all the time. Yeah, I'll have them. They'll get 19 points, and then I'll put them in the lineup the next week. You get three. Like, you know, so that's probably why I should never play fantasy yeah, football. I hadn't like, been good. I tell you, you know, all the young kids are talking about, oh, I want to play receiver. I'm like, nah, in 10 games, you get 30 catches. That's a whole lot. That's a so lot. that's the average of three catches. You touch them ball three times a game. Yeah. They're like, oh, coach, I still want to play. I'm like, ah, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't see the action I, in I, it. I don't either. I, I just, I, I'd rather be somewhere else and do some other things, but. I know we've got our players of the game tonight, too. Sam Purcell, the center. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've also got uh, Justin Porter. Uh, yep. and, and I've got a, a new nickname for him. I, I tell you what, hey, you talk about somebody that lowers the boom on people yeah. every time. I know I've heard it inside the box a few times, and I, all we have is a crowd mic. So yeah. it, it's, been, it's been pretty good. And you know when you've been hit by him. So we'll take a timeout. We'll come back. We'll have the players of the game and more with uh, – Coach Shakir and more on the Manatee Steinbrenner game from last week. You listen to Manatee Hurricane Football presented by Conley Buick GMC. Are you looking to get a great price on a new Buick GMC or Subaru? Conley and Bradenton. Need a reliable used car you can afford? Conley and Bradenton. What about great financing, expert service, and a reputation that is second to none? Yep, you guessed it. Conley and Bradenton. Hi, I'm Alan Conley. And I'm Chris Conley. From the time our grandfather started our dealership over a half century ago, we have been proud to be part of this community. So for your family's next vehicle, come see our family. Conley Buick GMC and Conley Subaru. 800 Cortez Road West and Bradenton. Conley Buick GMC, where we treat you like family. Go Canes! Brown and Sons Funeral Home and Crematory wishes you the best of luck this season. Your manatee neighbor for over 40 years, the caring experts at Brown and Sons know how to guide you and your family through the difficult times. Featuring Trust 100 pre-planning, they'll handle all your local and long-distance needs. Celebrate the game of football, but when the game of life must end, depend on Brown and Sons with two locations to serve you. Online at brownandsonsfuneral.com. When it comes to excellence in football, nobody beats the Manatee Hurricanes. When it comes to excellence in body shops, nobody beats Costantino. Costantino Body Shop specializes in collision repair with cutting-edge equipment and technology. Costantino helps you with your insurance claims and gets you back on the road. Life moves fast, and Costantino keeps you moving. 9th Street West in Bradenton. Details online at ConstantinoBodyShop.com. Bradenton's oldest and most trusted paint and body shop. Costantino Body Shop. Premier Community Bank is a proud sponsor of Manatee Hurricane Football. Isn't it time for a better banking system? Premier Community Bank is a true hometown bank, and that's hard to find these days. Premier Community Bank has a dedicated staff with a long history of service in our community. Whether it's personal or business, Premier Community Bank will take care of all your banking needs. With locations in West Bradenton, East Bradenton, and Parrish, there's a branch near you. Online at pcb-florida.bank. As a five-time pick by Super Lawyers Magazine as a top Florida attorney and as a longtime supporter of Hurricane football, Edwin Eddie Mulock brings more than 40 years' experience to the courtroom. Personal injury, wrongful death, medical malpractice, and criminal law, Eddie uses an innate passion for helping people and an extensive knowledge of the law to champion justice. Offices in downtown Bradenton, 1701 Manatee Avenue West. Call 748-2104, 748-2104, or mulocklaw.com. You've got to try Paisano's Pizza and Calzones. 
Paisano's serves up mini thin crust pizzas and Sicilian style thick crust pizza sold by the strip. The sauce, crust, and toppings are amazing. Or how about their calzones? Spinach and mozzarella, eggplant, or the Italian, made just like the sandwich, but in a calzone. And you've got to try another customer favorite, the Godfather. Sausage, meatballs, green peppers, sauce, and cheese. I'm getting hungry. Time for Paisano's. Yum. Hi, this is Fran from the Bullet Hole in Sarasota, Florida. We've talked in the past about security to keep guns safe from children and keep your personal property secure. Well, Liberty Safe that we handle now, the largest manufacturer in the United States, is offering financing. So if it's been not in your budget before, now it's within reach because they will finance for you. Financing is now available for Liberty Safes at the Bullet Hole. The Bullet Hole, corner of Orange and Dolphin, downtown Sarasota. In football, there's an end zone. But in life, each of us has a comfort zone, that personal space around us that should be protected and respected. A healthy relationship is one in which both parties are on an equal playing field and are comfortable with each other's interactions. It's important that we help our children set boundaries, to learn what to do in an uncomfortable situation, and to respect the boundaries of others. Dad, have a conversation with your kids. For five tips for teaching your kids about boundaries, visit allprodad.com. AM 930, Stress Saver, Traffic Report. Good evening, 75, moving well through Sarasota and Manatee Counties. No problems on the DeSoto Bridge, the Green Bridge, or the Sunshine Skyway. State Road 64, Cortez, and State Road 70, all in good shape. 301 northbound, still a little slow as you approach State Road 70. University Parkway, Fruitville, Bee Ridge, and Clark Roads, all in good shape. No problems on Tuttle, Beneva, McIntosh, Proctor, or Swift. And taking a look in Venice, Laurel Road, 681, Tamiami Trail, Venice Avenue, Jack Randall Boulevard, Center Road, and the Venice Bypass, all moving well. Dave Kosh, FM 93.7, 103.1, and AM 930, The Answer. Welcome back to Hurricane Hotline, live from Joey D's at 6401 Manatee Avenue West in Bradenton. Call in now with your questions for the coach at 877-969-8600. Here's Danny Carter. Thank you, everyone, and welcome back to Joey D's. And we're going to get into the players of the game this past week. It's Sam Purcell on the offensive side. And Justin Porter on defense. And, Chad, we'll let you go ahead and take uh, – let's start with Sam Purcell, the center, the guy who uh, takes care of handling the ball and doing everything. He's, he better answer the questions correctly because Gene's the next center. We're going to find out what goes on here. <laughs> Sam over here. Um, Sam, I know you're, you're originally from North Carolina. First first year kind of down here with me at the Hurricanes. Give me, give me some background, a little bit about, about North Carolina, maybe what's different from up there than, than down here, probably the weather a little bit. Um, but anything else that kind of intrigues you a little bit? Well, yes, sir. Like you said, the, the weather's definitely different. The first month I was here, was, it was really tough to practice. But, you know, Coach Secure and the other players, they really they really kind of helped me just kind of feel like the team, um, feeling, feel like a part of the team. Um, uh, and the level of competition is also really different. Um, it, it took a while for me to – to get used to it, but I, I think I've kind of settled in. What about what about offensive scheme wise? Did you run a spread up there, kind of same thing? Uh, yes, sir. We ran the same scheme. Now, one one thing that I know, just as a former coach, you, we got two different quarterbacks that kind of run behind you, obviously with Keon and and 
Uh, Scuteri, anything different from as far as sometimes cadence, things like that, that sometimes you worry about, or is it all kind of same old, same old? Uh, both of them do really uh, a great job kind of setting up the offense. Um, with Keon, it's really fun to block for him because you just you hold your block for a few more seconds and you see him running down the sideline. So, uh, Anthony, uh, same thing. Um, he, I just I love to see him throw the ball. He's, he's really fun to block for, too. So, as a former offensive lineman, I'll ask you this. Do you like to run block or pass block more? Definitely run block, sir. That's, that's a lot more fun. I'd agree with you. I'd agree with you. Well, thanks, Sam. We enjoy watching you. All right. Thank you, Chad. And, uh, Coach, your comments on, on Sam and, and the added addition of him on this offensive line, I mean, I'm going to say straight up, a, a huge upgrade from where we were at last year at that position. <laughs> you don't have to say it, but I will. <laughs> uh, well, yes, he did. He- Brings us some great depth to the position, uh, great, great, some great leadership, especially you know having a senior center that's played before. You know that's that's very important, uh, and he just does a great job. Uh, he really works hard. Really, really is one of our hardest workers on our team, and you know, everyone knows that. That's one thing I try to push is just work hard, and everything else will work out. And he's he's a great young man, a great student. Uh, I'm a firm believer kids that try hard in the classroom will be great football players uh, because they always give effort at the things that are related to them. And, and that really, you know, for him bringing that to us, and really, you know, not only that, but, you know, size, he really a lot bigger up front. Than what That's we what were. I was going at. Yeah, it's <laughs> a, a big size difference there. So now we'll go to our defensive player of the game, Justin Porter. On Friday night, he had four tackles, one sack, and one fumble recovery. On the year, he is now total 23 tackles 15 solos he's averaging 4.6 tackles a game he has two sacks and one fumble recovery justin i'm gonna tell you now before you get rolling my nickname for you is sledgehammer because when you hit people we know it and i love it love every bit of it man <laughs> all right down here with justin so you know throughout the year you played a couple different positions a little bit outside backer maybe you're on the edge some inside what's your what's your favorite position to play inside or outside uh i like to play inside because that's where you get to hit people more. So, you know, I like hitting and tackling. I know you're coming off, obviously, injury last year, um, stuff like that. Tell us a little bit just how, how getting through that injury and getting back to where you were, you know, where you're playing now, which is obviously very well. How was that, how was that transition? How'd that go for you? Well, the injury kind of helped me because it trained me, to, it trained me to go harder and, like, put more potential into potential and effort and everything that I do. Uh, I know you've been with us, obviously, man. T, you moved up with me as a as a little. You were much younger, much smaller uh, when you came up with us. But what, what's one of the things you love about playing on Friday nights uh, at Joe Canaan Field? Obviously, playing with my brothers on the field, like like we all have a chemistry and we love playing with each other. Now, your fumble recovery was the one you could have scooped and scored, right? Yes, sir. <laughs> I saw. I, I got to get you on you a little bit, right? We always saw defensive coaches. We we're always talking about scooping and scoring and making plays. So next time we got to scoop and score and make the play, you know what I mean? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, thank you. Yeah, hey, listen, scoop and score, just fall on the ball. Come on, we're fine. I'm all right with that. Turnovers, baby. Come on. That's all we need. So, Coach, you got to be happy with what Justin has done defensively. I mean, he has been a, he's a focal point. He really was kind of quiet the first couple of games, and now he slowly has stepped in and, and starting to make an impact. 
Yeah, I think it just goes back to his effort that he's put in, especially in the film room. Uh, he's done a phenomenal job of improving uh, in that area. And just he, he's become more of a student of the game. Uh, last year, you know, he was a sophomore, so he was just kind of like just playing and like, hey, I'm having fun and uh, enjoying his time. But now, you know, challenged him to become a little more of a leader, and he stepped up to the plate and, and everything. And, and he's he's really put in that time. Uh, uh, his results have really come from his work. You know, it's just not just because it's it's happening. It really goes back to the effort he's putting in and challenging himself to do better in everything he's done doing, especially in in the film room and the mental part of the game. I think that should kind of equate into him challenging other other players around him to be just as good. Oh, definitely, definitely. You know, when you guys step up and you know, it's uh, some, another guy's gonna gonna follow along too. Uh, that's for the same instance if you're doing something wrong, you know, right? <laughs> that's gonna be the same instance. But he has done a phenomenal job with really accepting the challenge and uh, really accepting, you know, not only uh, me, but because you know, I'm always kind of on him to to step up and, and to do more. And those guys, really these two guys, you know, our inside back in our center, you know, that's where everything starts on your team. So if you're strong down the middle, you got a chance to be good. So those guys, I'm always, you know, kind of on them repeatedly about doing, being perfect really on every play uh, because of the fact that I know that's where the game starts is down the middle on the offense and defensive lines and secondary level as linebacker. Let's talk also this past week we had the insertion of a player that we hadn't seen all season, and I thought, he was kind of an impact player. He drew some attention, and I, I kept I kept an eye on him the entire game. I, he was just doing some stuff. It was Quentin Rome. I thought oh, it was yeah. huge in that center right there. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, he he, uh, he had been out uh, banging up a little bit early in the season. Missed the first four games. Uh, he's a returning starter, so uh, he you know we lost we had lost that you know that experience, and he's just a sophomore to sort of say that. <laughs> it just kind of reminds me of kind of where we are. Uh, but he did a phenomenal job. Right. He, he really dominated that inside and commanded the double team and really was disruptive, had a sack himself, uh, a couple of tackles for loss. Uh, and that's what you want from from your nose and uh, those guys in that interior. Uh, and that's what we were missing those first four games, really. That, you know, he's not a small kid either. Uh, he's very strong, so he, was a, he can really control that middle of the field and really let those linebackers run free. Let's stay on that side of the football with the defense last week, six sacks. Yeah. So I mean, they, that was we only had one going into the game. We got six last week. We now look in a situation two, and I know this is huge for you. Just takeaways. We've got three interceptions and six fumble recoveries. So we've got nine there. We've only fumbled the ball away twice. We put the ball on the ground three times, lost two. That puts us on a plus seven side. Yeah, and that's what I always talk about every week with the coaching staff is uh, making sure that we limit turnovers and we get turnovers because of the fact that we got to get our offense on the on the field more, and get them more opportunities to score or to score on defense because of the fact that. You know, one way to shut the offense down and to play good defense is to not let them have the ball that much. Well, and even with that plus seven, let's make it a plus eight because the block punt was huge. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. It was phenomenal for us. I say it was just a momentum shift because you know it got us on the double pass, uh, which we had worked on all week. Right. Uh, But obviously, we didn't work on it enough. Uh, So. Really, that and really that that they had got a little bit of momentum, and it was just three nothing at that time. Yeah, and, and that so, was their biggest play of the entire game. Exactly, and, and so for us to block that kick really kind of shut that door and really kind of kill their their hope and their spirits uh, for that, and especially coming out in the second half and really uh, really moving the ball. Another impressive part that's been going on on defense is the tackling aspect. 
There's a lot of there's gang tackling, but what I've been impressed with the most is the one-on-one solo tackles that are taking place. The guy that draws the most attention to me on those is Quay Davis. Oh, he's yeah. done unbelievable with it. Oh, he has. He, he's been phenomenal. That's one thing. That's why we moved him uh, to that to that safety spot because that's where you usually get the majority of your one-on-one tackles where he lines up. And so we're just like, hey, let's just put our best tackler in the, in the toughest situation possible. And he has done a phenomenal job. Yes, he has. And uh, I, I'd be remiss if I don't bring up what we were doing on special teams. You know, Axel LaFro, all kicks going in the end zone. He's 20 of 29 on touchbacks this year. So, I mean, it's been about as good as you can ask for. Uh, he kicks off the opening kick into the end zone this week oh, yeah. instead of one that was short. Uh, and it usually is the first one short, and everything else kind of builds mm-hmm. on that. And then Nick Bigelow, great yeah. night of punting. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, get down there, a couple mishandled, but, you know, get one mishandled punt, we recover, sets up the short field. And then the force of fumble, and we get that one back, and we've got another short field. There's 14 quick points, and this game is put away. Exactly. Those two guys do a phenomenal job. Like I said before, those two guys, it's, it's always great to have kickers that really enjoy football. You know, Nick always bothered me about playing receiver and actually like, Coach, I can play DB. I'm telling you. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so, but just really having those kids who enjoy football. And, of course, Dennis Stallard does a phenomenal job with yes. those guys. Uh, him and, and Coach, um, they just – Week after, really day after day, those guys just continually to get better week after week. And like you said, it's a difference making. You know, I challenge the kids on defense, uh, really, you know, because he's been booming them since that Braden River game. I'm like, you know, we got we got a team that got to go 80. They don't need to score. You right. know, the the percentage is is something like 10%, you know, for a team that having to drive 80 yards and score. And I say, you know, y'all. Last we always talked about, you know, having teams getting good field position. Well, we're getting great field position uh, as far as the defense is concerned yes. for us to really make sure we can go after people. We just have to do what we're supposed to do and make sure we stay in place and we get off the field on third down. One of the big things I looked at as far as the punting side of it, I mean, I noticed that Nick, the, the punts this year, he's now got that forward spin. It's really oh, yeah. taken off. You know, last year they kind of bit. They looked like a Tiger Woods wedge going in there and kicking <laughs> back. But, uh, you know, everything else, you know, he's, he's doing a great job of getting out, getting the ball down. And, and I just the coverage in itself and getting down the field has been very good. Uh, yeah, we've been challenging the kids uh, about just giving great effort, you know, and, and just making sure that, they give everything that they have for those four to five seconds that we've been talking about all year. Go, Just go all out for four to five seconds. Because really, the game is 48 minutes on the clock. But really, the key is only playing between 12 and 15 minutes of active movement. And so right. because you time multiply those four to five seconds per play, you know, it's, it's simple. You know, it, it's not that, that hard. It's a whole lot when you think about that. You're 12 to 14 minutes of actual action on the field. I mean, that, that changes a lot. Oh, yeah. You know, so now you're, you're going to loaf a little bit in practice for what? I mean, you, you hustle it the yeah. whole time in preparation to play your 14 minutes and move on. Uh, back on the offensive side, Kyrie Jones, another, yeah, another big night, 15 carries, 124 yards. Long as 63 and two touchdowns. Before you walked in, we had made mention. I don't think people realize how fast he really is. Yeah. <laughs> He's quicker than he looks. Yeah, he is. He's very explosive now. And he, he has that quick burst. Uh, and just, just suddenness. He just has a natural knack for running the ball. He just he makes some cuts. I'm just like, wow. He saw that coming. Yeah. And it's just, he just does a phenomenal. And it's, just, it's really just a, 
instinct is it's in him. You know, just some players just have it. Well, that's how you're supposed to scoop and score, though, right? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> for real. <laughs> Justin need to learn from Kyrie how to scoop and score. <laughs> uh, he'll get it one day. It's coming. I know it's going to happen. We'll be all right. Well, Coach, let's change our direction towards Alonzo this week. Mm-hmm. Alonzo last week got absolutely crushed. Riverview beats him 48-8, running clock. They had that game well in hand. Uh, I will say this much, watching the film of Alonzo is very, very difficult to read numbers. So I was having a difficult time looking at that, trying to figure out who's who. But, you know, they're going to come in. Their quarterback, he's, they, they seem to throw the ball a lot last week. And I don't know that was because they got down, they just started doing it. But they seem to be throwing early on. What do you expect to see out of them this week? Uh, some of the same because just the films we've seen on them this year, they're trying to air it out. They have a tall six four tight end, number two, uh, that they really try to get the ball to a lot. Then the receiver out wide, number three. They really tried. Those are his two main threats. Uh, number three is his deep threat. They like to throw a lot of verticals and a lot of post routes. Uh, so they, they try try to get that ball deep and, and out quick as possible, too. What do you think uh, in terms of our defense matching up offensively with them? I mean, I, I'm sure you got to feel pretty comfortable that pitching another shutout's a possibility. I know that's a big thing. You never ask for it, but, you know, I played baseball, and the idea is to throw a shutout from the start. You better have the same thing in mind, right? I mean, well, actually, yeah, that, that is our goal. Every, we have goal, we have 10 goals we want to reach every single week because we talk about not only winning but the process of winning. What does it take to win? So we have 10 goals that we have to reach, and our first goal on defense is zero points. That's our first. People always talk, oh, let's get a shutout, but then their goals would be like, oh, only seven points game, 10 You know, it, right. it didn't make any sense. Yeah, so a couple of years back, I was just like, hey, you know, we keep talking about having a goal. Just have a goal for a shutout. Just got to stay within in ourselves and what we can do. Uh, on the injury front, I know we were missing two guys last week. Any chance they're back this week or are we going to arrest them one more? Uh, we Well, one of them is back practicing. Uh, so we're probably going to see how it goes, you know, and just kind of continue to rest up as much as possible because we want to make sure – uh, these guys are, are healthy and ready to go, and that's the first foremost. All righty. Well, we'll take a time out. We come back. I'll have my special guest up here with me tonight. You're listening to Manatee Hurricane Football presented by Conley Buick GMC. Former Hurricane Chuck Howard knows what it takes to be on a championship team. Howard Leasing is proud to sponsor the Hurricanes and is ready to champion solutions for your employees' leasing needs. Everything from big business to small business, Howard Leasing covers it all. From payroll processing and workers' comp to human resources and employee benefits. Get on the winning team with Chuck Howard and all the pros at Howard Leasing. Details available online at howardleasing.com. Again, that's howardleasing.com. Coastal Orthopedics proudly supports Manatee High School and Hurricanes football. Dr. Dan Lamar, a former Hurricane, is the team's medical director. Dr. Lamar and the staff of experts at Coastal Orthopedics are recognized leaders in sports medicine and wellness technology. With offices in West Bradenton, East Bradenton, and Lakewood Ranch, they're always close by. Details online at CoastalOrthopedics.com. CoastalOrthopedics.com. Coastal Orthopedics, keeping you in the game. 
Hurricane fans, if you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, Ferkins Automotive Group is your low-priced leader. Ferkins Automotive Group has a great selection of new cars, featuring Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Mitsubishi. And don't forget that Ferkins has the very best deals on pre-owned vehicles. Ferkins has been family-owned and operated for over 60 years. Visit Ferkins Automotive Group on 1st Street in Bradenton or go online to Ferkins.com. That's Ferkins.com. Ferkins Automotive Group says go Canes. When you take time out to dine out, Canes fans know to head for the island and huddle up at three of the best waterfront restaurants around. The Sandbar Restaurant, Anna Maria. The Beach House in Bradenton Beach. And the Mar Vista Dockside Restaurant on North Longbow Key. Great views, the freshest seafood, and real toes-in-the-sand waterfront dining. The Sandbar, Beach House, and Mar Vista. A touchdown the whole team will cheer for. Welcome to It's a Big Deal! That's right, the 2019 Manatee County Fair is a big deal, and you're the winner. Enjoying all that tasty good fair food, odds and crafts, youth livestock competitions, live entertainment included with admission, and those thrilling midway games and rides. The 2019 Manatee County Fair, January 17th through the 27th. It's a big deal! Hi, this is Jim Daly with Focus on the Family. You know, a couple of years ago, I had lunch with Jack Phillips, the owner of the now famous Masterpiece Cake Shop in Denver. I found Jack to be a terrific person, not the controversial character the media has portrayed him to be. Now, Jack's been under attack because his deeply held religious convictions prevented him from making a cake for a same-sex couple's wedding. You can agree or disagree with Jack, but the Supreme Court eventually ruled in his favor. However, that same Human Rights Commission has brought another charge against him, demanding that he now make a cake for a so-called gender transition celebration. And I'm sure he was targeted. Why do good people get beaten down in our culture for what they believe? That's not the kind of nation we want to live in. Don't stick your finger in the other guy's eye. Let them live their life according to their convictions. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. AM 930, stress saver, traffic report. Good evening, 75, moving well through Sarasota and Manatee counties. No problems on the DeSoto Bridge, the Green Bridge, or the Sunshine Skyway. State Road 64, Cortez, and State Road 70, all in good shape. 301 northbound, still a little slow as you approach State Road 70. University Parkway. Fruitville, Bee Ridge, and Clark Roads, all in good shape. No problems on Tuttle, Beneva, McIntosh, Proctor, or Swift. And taking a look in Venice, Laurel Road, 681, Tamiami Trail, Venice Avenue, Jack Randall Boulevard, Center Road, and the Venice Bypass, all moving well. Dave Kosh, FM 93.7, 103.1, and AM 930, The Answer. Welcome back to Hurricane Hotline. Live from Joey D's at 6401 Manatee Avenue West in Bradenton. Call in now with your questions for the coach at 877-969-8600. Here's Danny Carter. Thank you and welcome back to Joey D's and Hurricane Hotline. And now is a portion of the show that I told you we were going to do uh, something a little different. Generally, we're kind of winding into to next week's game. But before we get to it, I do want to say that it is homecoming week this week so uh and there will be some other things that will take place at the field as well so 
First and foremost, I, I just want to bring up uh, a good friend of mine uh, that's known Dave as, as probably longer than I have, and uh, it's uh, Sheriff Rick Wells, and we're just going to share some stories, talk a little bit about, you know, you know I know it's affecting what y'all have going down there as, you know, and what he did for y'all as the spokesperson, uh, but I think that uh, there's nothing better to, you know, let people know how much he meant to people, and uh, I know what he meant to me and what he meant to everybody else. And, and sadly enough, he's, he was, he's not only a great friend, he's a, a husband and, and, and a father that was just second to none. Well, thank you, Danny. I, I think people forget that when Dave started his career, he worked for Channel 40, for any of the old people in the house like me that remember mm-hmm. Channel 40. And, you know, my, my father, Sheriff Charlie Wells, who – who knew Dave, he saw Dave, and he liked just the way that he handled himself as a reporter, mm-hmm. as a broadcaster. And he was somehow able to lie to Dave to get him <laughs> over to the Manchester County Sheriff's so I don't know how that worked, but Dave Dave became uh, really the, the face of the Manchester County Sheriff's Office. And for 31 years, he took care of all of us. Um, I have been blessed to, to be around Dave for 31 years, to to be around Lisa and, and to see uh, Kara and Courtney. Those girls grow up, and, and we we always knew what was going on with the girls because Dave always kept us updated. You know, he always let us know what was going on. Dave was the calming force when the hurricane came through. When, when we were at a crime scene, when things were really not what we wanted, uh, there was, it's so chaotic. Dave is the guy that kept everything calm and took care of business as we tried to figure out what was going on. Um, he's, at, I, we would forget that he wasn't a law enforcement officer. Right. He, he was one of us. Uh, he was, you know, he he hung out with us. We played basketball. We played softball. You know, we did family things together. He just was one of the greatest people I've ever known in my, my life and uh, it's, it's hard to go to work right now I'll, I'll be honest it's very difficult to go to work and to try to figure out you know what I'm going to do now without Dave being there it's 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 uh, it's hard to imagine him not being with us I understand and then you know some of the things I just look at your shirt it says pal and I remember all those games that he set up and took care of that you and I did a couple of games together you know, there because he would take off and do the the television side with your father, and and uh, those I, he was always very passionate at everything he did. He was passionate about Manatee football. He's passionate about the Florida Gators. But yeah, don't say anything negative about the Gators. We're all going to go have trouble. So, I mean, I, I was arguing with him up until two weeks ago that you know Felipe Franks isn't worth a flip. So we should get rid of him. <laughs> no, no, no. Give him another shot. So uh, there's just a, a lot of things that. Over the years, and there's so many different stories of things that he he did. I mean, there was just comedy galore, a uh, lot of rides. I see the Conleys here, and uh, we took many a trip on the Conley Express and had a whole lot of fun. As a matter of fact, one time going over the bridge with the car coming the wrong way, that started the whole trip. But there's uh, there's always something interesting, and and uh, the one thing I will say, he's just it's so passionate about everything he did, and uh, he. he he just didn't want to let anybody down. One thing that I'm going to miss um, is every Friday, especially during football season, we would sit down, you know, and we would just talk about, the, you know, the upcoming games. We would talk about the Hurricanes, obviously the Gators. 
Uh, and he, but he would, you know, my my son plays football for Palmetto, and and he was always very concerned about what was going on with Tyler. I mean, a, a sincere, you know, conversation about how how Tyler's doing. He cared about, he, he just cared about everyone, and um, I'm I'm just gonna miss that time we had together because it was it was special for me. You know, my dad. My dad and I just absolutely love Dave Bristow. That it will never be able to, to to replace that just that special bond that we had. I mean, he here's a guy that came from Channel 40 and became an icon to Manti County Sheriff's Office. I oh mean, yeah, he, that's, that's and what he was still an icon for Channel 40. I can't tell you how many times it was like year every other year we would go to Riverview, and this became funny every time because we'd be walking in the gate. Some little old lady or little old man would stop him and go, I know you. And he stopped for a second. It was Channel 40. And I'm thinking, my God, you've been away from there for 10, 15 years, and they still want to hang on to it. So it got to the point where when I'd walk in and they'd stop him, I'd just keep on walking. I just, I knew what was coming, and he'd come up just laughing behind me about it. But, you know, there's, there's always so many different things that, that happen. And, and, and I, I just remember him all the time. I mean, you just knew when something happened in this area, you're going to turn on that TV, and he's going to be the one to explain everything that was taking place and really keep in, keep in order. Yeah. All the time. You know, Dave, he, he worked out with us all the time. You know, he was a he was a fitness nut. He watched, oh. he watched everything that he ate. And, uh, you know, back in the early days, he would always complain to me and, and to others that his, his neck was too skinny. <laughs> right? So we had this machine in the weight room. That I, I don't even believe that this machine was safe, and no one used it, but Dave. And it was, it was, it came from some archive football museum somewhere, and he would use that to strengthen his neck. And he would look in the mirror. He says, "Yep, yep, getting pretty thick." And he he knew, and we knew that that wasn't happening. The neck was the same size, but uh, he felt good about it. And uh, you know, he would just give us a little smirk and move on. But uh, I'm just gonna. He's going to miss all that. He just was, uh, he had this personality that I think we all fell in love with. Yeah, he always, the, the one key element for the last seven or eight years has been, I'm finished. This is my last year. And uh, he and I had a running gig together about, you know, we would leave at the same time. Unfortunately, this isn't how it was supposed to be. But, And I'm not going anywhere, so. But, uh Every time, though, we'd be done with the season, I'm finished, we're out, and then come spring would kick in, and we're getting close to spring practice, and he's made a couple phone calls, talked to either Gene or then now Bowen, and, or he's talked to the coach, and, hey, man, we got these new players coming in. They're going to be pretty good. I think we, we, we're going to have to stick this out again. I'm like, I thought we were done. <laughs> so every time, then we got to refurbish everything, and we're back at it again, and that's the part that has just been – Unbelievable, I, you know, and we get back up there and struggle with stuff at the beginning, and and he would always have this one that we would get close to game time, and something with this box. Thank God it didn't go wrong tonight. Would go wrong, and he hits the panic button, and when he hits the panic button, he just kind of scrambling. Danny, get me this, get me that. And we've got more cords and stuff. You know what to do with. He finally hooks it up, and it's always a signature move. He just clap his hands, slide back. And I love it when a plan comes together. I'm going to, you weren't saying that five minutes ago, man. Where were you? 
So he was ready to cash it all in, but uh, and throw that box right out the window. So, but uh, yeah, he's he's just uh, a, a great great friend. I can't go any further without saying Eddie Mulock was with him the longest of all of us, and uh, I know uh, yeah, Eddie. If you got something you want to say, feel free to come on up and talk. But uh, it's just been uh, an unbelievable ride for all of us with him. A lot of great games that he called. Uh, a lot of wonderful stuff that, that we've witnessed over the years. And uh, I know this much, that it's, and I see one of the coaches here, and he always told me, he says, I need information. I know who to go to. There's two people. He says, it's Jim Nelson or it's Coach Stollard. I can get anything out of those guys. They'll tell me everything, and we got it hooked up. We're good to go. So I always got a lot of inside information from those two. So if you're ever keeping a secret, I know where to go now. So don't, don't try and hold a secret on me. Go ahead, Gene. All right, Danny. Uh, you know, obviously the, the sentiment is un- unbelievable for what Dave's done for us and been there over the years. And and uh, I know probably the last, the biggest involved hire he is with, Coach Shakir, and, and so proud of what Coach Shakir's done and moved it through. So, um, Eddie, you know, I know obviously you and Dave started this thing before I got here and Danny got here. And, you know, tell us tell us how it's been with you and Dave over the years and, and just a good friend to you. Dave's been a, one of my very good friends, and I many times called him for a lot of different things. But originally, uh, Coach Canan asked me if I would go up and be with Dave, and I did. So we've been, it's over 30 years, I know, that we did the show together. And all that, when I've told the paper, when I've told everything, he was the ultimate professional. He was trained in it, but he was the ultimate professional at what we did. <clears throat> That's why we had a successful radio show, because of Dave Bristow. And he put it together. He helped sell the advertising. He did everything. And, you know, and, and I showed up and talked my ass off. You know, that's what I did. But he was a great friend. And we had some funny times together. And, and we had some grins together. And we made some mistakes together. And we had him running the wrong way a couple times and stuff like that. But we, we shared those moments together. And, of course, we're all going to miss him a lot. I'm going to miss him on a personal basis. And, of course, in the radio show. But I can tell you this. The radio show is going on. Danny and Gene and I are going to move it on, and, and you're going to like it. It's going to be a good show. I promise. Thank you, Eddie. Um, you know, and I, I'm sure there's there's more and more stories. There's people everywhere that got things to say. And, and uh, Gene, I know it's hardest for you because you're the one who dealt with the family first. And, and it's, it's just uh, there's no words, really not enough words to say, and there's certainly not enough good words to say about the man. No, and I think, uh, you know, as we all look out there and we think about Lisa, Courtney, and Kara, and obviously Dave's brothers and their entire family that's coming into town. And, and one of the things that, uh, you know, I think Dave was the youngest of the siblings in that and just what he goes through and what he's done and just got to be proud of the family that he's got and what he's done for Lisa and Courtney and our community over the whole time. And just uh, remember the good times and be positive. Absolutely. Well, keep them in your prayers and thoughts, and, and, and that's all you can do at this point in time. Give them all the support that you can. So I just want to take, you know, take a last moment and thank the guys at 930 WLSS. We're going to listen to some sound bites from Dave coming up here shortly, and through their efforts in the radio station, it was Joe Weaver, who's here with us tonight, has been with us from day one when we joined that radio station, Mike Miracle, back at the radio station. Sound bites that they put together is over Dave's 30-year career. We haven't been with that radio station that long, but I promise you there's some great ones in it. 
So in remembrance of uh, my friend and yours, here's the voice of the Hurricanes one more time. For over 100 years, Manatee Hurricanes football has been a tradition. Inside the 5 fumbles the football. It's loose. And did Manatee get it? Yes, the Canes do for a touchdown. So many memorable moments. Cord's going to run it to the left. Cord has the first down of more. He's to the 10. He's to the 5. It's a touchdown for Cord Sandberg. Wow. Players who started as boys and became men. Pavius Price, as the third quarter ends, gets the touchdown. Moments of triumph. Cole Giovanni takes the snap. He wants to throw, fires it down the end zone, wide open for the touchdown is Milton. And moments of adversity. A little bit of a high snap. He gets it down, gives it off to the running back, but he is swarmed on for a loss. But throughout the years, the wins and losses, the changing faces and names, one voice, one man remained constant. Dave Bristow. O'Neill takes the snap. He wants to throw, fires it down into the end zone. It is caught for a touchdown. Dave was our friend on the radio, but he also works tirelessly behind the scenes. More than just a play-by-play announcer, he was a husband, a father, and a man who loved his community. Dave Bristow was our friend. He will be sorely missed and fondly remembered. He fires it downfield. It's dropped. It's dropped. And the Canes are going to win this game. Always. So long, everyone. Ask an attorney with Joe Pippen. I am 75 years old. I have been married for 24 years. I'm contemplating divorce. I know, you're laughing. No, I'm not laughing. I don't laugh at any of my callers, and I really sincerely try to help everybody I can. And there's no such thing as a dumb question, and no such thing that would, would make me laugh, I don't think. Your question is on the will. Correct. If you get divorced, any provisions he made for you in the will become null and void. Saturday mornings at 8 on AM 930. The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.